Well, it is my uh, great honor to introduce to you, some of you for the first time, uh, a dear pastor, um, a friend of ours, Leonid. Uh, he is here from Perm, and uh, he is a fantastic, um, one of God's favorite sons, I'm pretty sure. Um, he's actually been pastoring for 20 years, which I know, I feel like that's at least deserves some... He, he doesn't look like... Does he look like he could have been pastoring for 20 years? Because I feel like he looks a little younger than that. But uh, he actually started when he was 20 years old. And uh, he, is, he, too, is going to be celebrating his 20th anniversary with his wife this month as well. So I think that's worth praising Jesus. We had the pleasure of getting to go and serve alongside of, of Leonid when uh, Seth and Vern and, and Ruslan and myself went and um, he's going to tell you a little bit about the work that they're doing. But it is phenomenal what God is doing in Russia. And I am so honored to get to stand with our brothers and sisters. And um, so I believe you're going to be blessed today. Can we welcome Pastor Leonid? I'll just stand there. I'd like to greet all of you in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know, it's always uh, like exciting for me to be here among you. Because God has tied us together, uh, our churches, uh, in a special way. It, it does seem like it's been a long time since we've known each other, but sometimes I look back and uh, look at it, and it's uh, also very interesting how fast it has gone. Uh, one of the times uh, together with Herb Christensen, we had a beautiful meeting and service. And God blessed us with the service to the, to the, with the ministry to the convicts, to the prisoners. And even though we're on different continents, we're still together doing this great work of Christ. Therefore, I'd like to thank all of you for all of your prayers and involvement in this ministry. Because because I believe that prayer does not have any limits. It does not have borders. It does not have any political limitations on it. And it can open any doors. Therefore, I'm very thankful to the Lord uh, that he found me uh, one time when I was 17. Because I was not part of the church when I was 17. And I know that in different parts of this world, people were praying for Russia to open up and become free in the Lord. 
Вы знаете, то, что сейчас происходит в России, это на самом деле действительно здорово, что мы можем свободно проповедовать Евангелие, мы можем открывать новые церкви, мы можем служить заключенным, хотя это бывает достаточно сложно, нелегко, и нас часто называют сектантами России. Praise the Lord that we can go to church, we can open churches and freely uh, preach God's name, and uh, we can also minister, minister in the prisons, even though they oftentimes call us um, a sect or a cult. We're still there. We can do it. Пастор Джош забыл еще одну дату. Мне еще 40 лет исполнилось в этом году. Пастор Джош забыл одну важную дату. Я recently turned 40. Может быть уже, может быть еще, я не знаю точно. Ну да. Или уже 40, или еще 40. Он еще не уверен, если он уже начал но вы знаете, оглядываясь назад, я понимаю, что еще так мало я сделал для Господа, еще хочется так много сделать. Ну, немножко я вижу у вас перемены за тот год, который я отсутствовал. Чуть-чуть я выше, как будто бы стал, мне кажется. Это возраст. I've seen that you've you've experienced some changes since I've been there here last year, and I feel myself a little bit taller. Maybe it's my age or the stage or something. Но на самом деле мне очень приятно быть здесь. I'm very pleased to be here amongst you today. Здорово было, когда пастор Джошуа и Руслан, Верн и Сет, они приезжали. It was great when uh, some of your, your people, Pastor Josh, Ruslan, Seth and Vern came to Russia in October of last year. Это было хорошее время, я думаю, они рассказывали, делились с вами. It was a good time. I hope uh, they shared some of it with you. Они смогли поучаствовать в одном очень важном деле. Они смогли поучаствовать в насаждении одной из церквей в нашем регионе. Сейчас особенное время, довольно непростое экономически в нашей стране. Но я заметил, вы знаете, что чем сложнее обстоятельства, тем, наверное, больше мы понимаем, что нам нужно делать для Господа. В прошлом году наша церковь, она начала 10 новых церквей. В этом году мы планируем еще 10 новых церквей открыть. А вся российская церковь, все объединение российской церкви, мы планируем открыть более 2000 церквей по всей России.
Вы знаете, я понимаю, что, наверное, физически это невозможно, кажется, потому что, ну, достаточно сложно, но я знаю, что для Бога нет ничего невозможного. And you know, when you look with your physical eyes, it might uh, look impossible when you consider the circumstances, but uh, there's nothing impossible for our God. Оглядываясь назад на свою жизнь, я понимаю, что вся моя жизнь, это, в принципе, это чудо Божье. Looking back at my own life, I realize that my whole life has been a miracle, God's miracle. То, как ведет Бог, это всегда превосходит все наши ожидания. Это всегда выше наших чувств. Это всегда больше нашего понимания. Я понимаю, чтобы открывать новые церкви, нужны прежде всего люди, которые горят этим желанием, которые открыты сердцем, чтобы действительно услышать призыв от Господа. Я знаю, что ваша страна очень много вложила в миссионерскую ниву. I know that your country in, in particular has blessed a lot of the world in, in the ways of There are many missionaries uh, working around the world who's, uh, who are laboring for, God's, um, for God and have blessed many people. And we would like to be like you in that. Even though maybe as a church we're too young considering churches here, In our country, but we still want to. And sometimes we make mistakes. But we want to leave a legacy on this earth for the, for the name of the Lord. I wanted to touch on some of the things uh, Consider uh, about uh, on the life. I wanted to talk about the life <laughs> of the person in the Bible. Uh, And it's Jonah. And as a pastor myself, I sometimes think of him in terms in negative terms. Но однажды Бог проговорил в мое сердце. But one time the Lord has spoken to my heart that I would carefully examine Jonah. And meditating on the scriptures, I found out that Jonah was not a really bad person. So I'd like to share a couple of pointers. First thing is Jonah was a good person. He did not love sin. He was not a sinner. He was leading a righteous life. And today, looking back at my past, I realized that I've become a different person because of God. I can even say that I probably had two lives. One life without God. И, конечно же, я хочу о ней забыть как можно скорее. И вторая жизнь — это жизнь с Богом. 
И я понимаю, что я стал другим. And I'm realizing that I have become a different person. Я стал хорошим. I've become a good person. Я не люблю грех. I do not like sin. Я не хочу грешить. I'm not, I don't like sinning. Я хочу быть хорошим человеком. I want to be a good person. Приносить радость. I want to bring joy. Любить и быть любимым. To love and to be loved. Иона был хорошим человеком. So Jonah was a good person. Знаете, второе, что интересно в его жизни. And the second thing that's interesting about him. Иона знал волю Бога. Jonah knew what the will of God was. Знаете, сегодня на земле достаточно хороших людей. Uh, today on this earth we've, we've got plenty of good people. Они не делают плохих дел. They're not doing bad things. Они не ругаются. They're not cussing maybe. Они любят свою семью. They love their family. Но Иона знал волю Бога. But Jonah, he knew the will of God. Он знал Писание. He knew the scriptures. Он знал, как ему правильно жить. He knew how to lead a righteous life. Как исполнять закон. How to fulfill the law. Он был особенным человеком. He was a special kind of person. Сегодня мы с вами особенные люди. Today we are special kind of people. У нас есть Святое Писание. We have Holy Bible. Мы знаем с вами характер Божий. We know the character of God. Мы знаем с вами многое о Боге. We actually know a lot of things about God. Но, друзья, я хочу сказать вам, что нашу с вами жизнь определяет не наши знания. But you, my friends, I want to tell you that uh, it's not our knowledge that determines our lives. А то, как мы живем. Не знание, но то, как мы живем. Да, что мы делаем. Not the knowledge, but our deeds, what we do with that knowledge. Порой мы имеем много знаний о Боге. Sometimes we know a lot of things about God. Но мы не живем так, как нам говорят эти знания. But we're not living according to that knowledge. Однажды я видел человека, который имел несколько ученых степеней. Once I met a person, he's, he's got like several scientific degrees. Но по стечению обстоятельств он просто разгружал вагоны, он разгружал мешки из вагона с мукой и сахаром. But because of his life path and circumstances, he ended up um, unloading uh, train cars, like cargo train cars, like hauling those big bags. Это была единственная работа, которую он мог найти для себя. That was the only type of job that he could come uh, come to find. Он не мог использовать те знания, которые были у него. He was not able to use all that knowledge that was in his head. Мы можем с вами знать всю Библию. We can know the whole Bible from beginning to to the end. Но если мы не будем использовать ее в нашей жизни, это будет бесполезно. But if we're not using it in our lives, it's all useless. И он знал волю Божью. So Jonah, he did know the will of God. Следующее, что очень важно в его жизни и что его характеризует как хорошего человека. And another good thing that characterizes him as a good person. Как хорошего христианина. As a good Christian. Он разговаривал с Богом. He was communicating with God. He was speaking with God. Друзья, мы сегодня с вами имеем привилегию разговаривать с нашим небесным отцом. Today we have a great privilege to communicate with our God. Мы имеем с вами привилегию просить у него. We are privileged to be able to ask him things. Но я хочу сказать вам, друзья, мои разговор с Богом это не только когда мы что-то просим у него. But I want to stress this, my friends, that the communication and the talking to God is not only when we are asking Him. It's not only the things that we're zealously going after and reaching. 
but it's another very important aspect as part of it. Нам нужно научиться слышать его. We would like to really learn to hear. Что он говорит к нашему сердцу? What is he speaking to our hearts today? Что он желает видеть лично в моей жизни? What does he want to see personally in our lives? Вы знаете, из этих трёх замечательных качеств Ионы. And you know from these three very important characteristics of Jonah's character. Мы видим Иону как положительного человека. We can see him as a nice and as a good person. Но одно маленькое но. But there is a very tiny but there. Перечёркивает всю его хорошую христианскую жизнь. That uh, you know, and what's the word? <laughs> Just cancels all the good things about it. Он не послушал Бога. He did not obey the Lord. Он не послушал то, что Бог его попросил. He did not obey uh, what God told him to do. В первой книге, вернее, в книге Ионы, в первой главе. So in the book of Jonah, chapter one. С первого по третий стих мы читаем следующее. In verses one through three, it says the following. Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah, the son of Amittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry out against it, for their wickedness has come up before me. But Jonah arose to flee to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. He went down to Joppa and found the ship going to Tarshish. So he paid the fare and went down into it to go with them to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. Было слово Господне к Ионе. There was a word of the Lord uh, to Jonah. Иона встань. Jonah, get up. Иона встал. Jonah did. Было слово Господне, чтобы он пошел в Ниневию. And then the next word was go to uh, Nineveh. И он пошел. And he was going. Но не в Ниневию, а в Фарсис. But not to Nineveh, but to Tarshish. Он пошел в противоположную сторону. He went the opposite direction. Вы знаете, ему было неудобно делать то, что Бог ему сказал. It was not very comfortable for him to do what God was asking him to. Друзья, я хочу сказать вам, нам часто бывает неудобно делать то, что Бог нам говорит. And you know, my friends, I want to tell you this: that oftentimes things that God asks us to do are not very comfortable for us. Может, Бог говорит нам помочь кому-то, а нам в это время неудобно. Мы очень заняты. And maybe sometimes the Lord is asking us to help someone out, and we are. It's not best timing, and we are doing some other things. Может, Бог говорит нам пожертвовать больше, чем нужно. Maybe the Lord is asking, you know, you can give a little more. А нам это неудобно, потому что мы уже все распланировали. But it's uncomfortable because we are planners; we've planned it all out. Бог может что-то нам говорить, и поверьте мне, часто это нам бывает очень неудобно. And you know, the things oftentimes God tells us to do, oftentimes they are not very comfortable. Потому что у нас уже свои планы. Because we have our plans. Мы хотим достичь своих целей, поставленных. We would like to reach our own goals that we set. И мы даже разговариваем с Богом. And we're even talking to God about it. Мы говорим ему. We are telling him. Что нам нужно? What we need. И как он должен действовать? And how he needs to react to it. Но он порой говорит нам: "Сделай следующее, что я хочу." But sometimes he says, "You know, for a change, do what I tell you to do." Друзья мои, Иона был хороший человек. So Jonah was a, a good person. 
But he left the other direction. He did not fulfill what God told him to do. But another interesting aspect of it. But you know, into the life of this awesome person, there came a tornado or hurricane, whatever, the turmoil. Эта буря охватила не только его, so но this, и тех людей, которые были вместе с ним. So this trouble grasps not only his life, but those around him. Корабль, команда, that whole ship, uh, all the ship's crew, все люди, которые находились на том корабле, они были в панике. All those people who were on that ship, they were freaking out. И только Иона спал. And only Jonah was the only one taking a little nap. Глубоко в трюме. Deep in the ship's hull. Ему было все равно. Знаете, друзья, мы иногда бываем такими специалистами по бурям в жизни других людей. Totally мы можем сказать, почему этого человека посетила такая проблема. Problem, uh, мы можем сказать, почему у, нас, у нашего соседа проблема в семье. We can then figure out why our other neighbor has familial problems. Or we can sometimes discern why other people having work issues or some other issues. But then we get surprised by this turmoil in our lives. Why? How come? Слышали мы то, что Бог нам сказал? Да, слышали? Yes, we heard about it. А исполнили ли? But did you do the thing that he was asking you to do? Исполнил ли ты то, что Бог тебе сказал? Did you do the thing God was asking you to do? Однажды мой друг возвращался после тяжелого рабочего дня из другого города домой. Это было поздно вечером. One late night, my friend was coming from work from another city. Он ехал на машине, это было ночью. И свет фар поймал человека, идущего по обочине. Вы знаете, этот человек не голосовал, не махал руками. Он просто шел. И мой друг рассказывает, что он почувствовал такой слабый голос в сердце, что Бог сказал, остановись и посади его. Thing inside of him saying, you know, you should pull over and help him. And you know, to that tender feeling inside, he came up with thousands of counter-arguments in order not to do this thing. He was thinking, but he is not flagging me down. And it's, and it's dead night, it's pretty dangerous to stop and, and I'm tired and I'm in a hurry to get home and tomorrow is a hard day and you can go on and on and on and for a long time as he was approaching the guy he was rationalizing all these excuses but uh, passing him several miles after he passed him все-таки что-то произошло в его сердце. Something did happen in his heart. Наверное, кончились аргументы. Maybe he ran out of the arguments. <laughs> Он развернулся. He took a U-turn. Он подъехал к этому человеку и посадил его. He approached that person and 
got him into his car. And this is what this, this person told him. He's like, I've been walking for like hours and I've been flagging like constantly. And when I saw you approaching, I wasn't even flagging, but I just cried out to God and said, Oh Lord, if you're there, this is your last chance to prove your existence. And he said, I want to tell you and you know, I want to tell you this, that the, because you stop, I now do believe God exists. And after a while, this person gave his heart, heart to Jesus and he is going to church. Uh, we need to do the things God tells us to do. Oftentimes it's very uncomfortable. It brings discomfort into our lives. But my friends, it has a propensity to change someone's life. Uh, Jonah just plain hated the Ninevites. I think he was, if you look at it in the scope of things. He probably hated the sin the most that they were doing. But at some in some moment uh, he um, failed to distinguish the sin from the sinners. And he projected his hate onto the Ninevites. He wanted justice. He wanted their sin to be Paid. Repaid. But the Lord God wanted to save them. But you know what I like most about it? I like his prayer when he is in the belly of the fish. It's uh, chapter 2, te- uh, verse 10. Verse, uh, it's, there's some inconsistencies in the Bibles here, so I'm trying to figure uh, out. It's his prayer, right? Yeah. I'll bring you a sacrifice that I promised to Paraphrasing here. Um, don't want to take too much time looking for it. Um, with the, with the voice of praise, I'll bring you sacrifice, and I'll do whatever I promise to do. And Lord is the one who has salvation. Once Jonah promised to God. Promised him that he will do anything that God wanted him to do. And you know, oftentimes we promise uh, or we make promises to God when we really want to get something from Him. Like, I'll do everything or anything you want. 
And oftentimes we remember the promises of God very well. Whatever God promised us, we know those things. Whatever he owes us, But sometimes we forget what we promised God. And you know, he really didn't need to end up in the belly of the fish to remember what he promised God. But we know that he has completed his promises. And on the third day, God delivered him from the belly of the fish and he went to Nineveh. To the, to the city that had nothing to do with God, didn't know about God. You know, it would be logical if they knew God, uh, you know, and then they could come to God and repent. But they didn't know about it. But it's interesting when Jonah finally went there and told them about God, they all repented, the whole city repented, and they were fasting and praying for forgiveness. There are so many people in this world that do not know anything about God. So one time when the Lord told us to go and plant those churches, we would like to fulfill that promise. And you know, being a pastor of the big church and the things are going great and we have an awesome church and me being a pastor and praying, I try to not forget um, and to uh, pay attention to that still small voice that tells me, uh, that the Lord uses to tell me to do things, even if it means for me to go somewhere out of my comfort. I am truly to say I'm afraid of that thought. But I'm more afraid not to fulfill my promise to the Lord. Because I want to fulfill whatever he tells me to do. And, and I'm so thankful for my brother Alexander. He was once a prisoner. And we ministered to him in prison. And after his uh, time, he came out of prison and he went to church. He has a wonderful wife and kids. He was living in the city and he had a really good job. But once the Lord spoke to his heart, go to Yaiva. To this little peripheral village. With the difficult economic conditions there. There's virtually like very hard to find employment there in Yaiva. But for him, the desire to fulfill his promise to God and what God wants him to do was the more important thing to do. Уже более полугода там есть церковь. And uh, to this, uh, it, 
To this day, it's been over six months that they have planted the church. Около 30 человек собирается каждое воскресенье. They have every Sunday 30 people that come to church. Среди недели масса различных мероприятий небольших церковных. And a lot of things that they do as a church throughout the week. Вы знаете, я вижу, что Александр счастлив. And I can tell you this that Alexander is happy. Не имея работы. Even though he doesn't have a job right now. Живя на съемной квартире, не имея постоянного жилья not having his own house and constantly renting, not having a building for his church. He is happy. He is a happy person. And there's many, there are many people like him. Young people who are willing to go. Another one is uh, Igor. Uh, he went in another, uh, to another little town uh, called Gaina. Uh-huh. And he gave up his comfort and he went to minister to people to this God-forsaken deep north, far north place. <laughs> and I'm asking myself, could I have been in his position. I don't know. Я знаю одно, что хочу слышать то, что Бог говорит и исполнять это. But I know this that I do want to hear what God is saying and I want to fulfill. Знаете, я хочу быть похожим на Иону в первых трёх качествах. You know, I would like to be like Jonah in all these three things that he was doing, right? Я хочу быть хорошим человеком. I want to be a good person. Я хочу знать его волю. I want to know God's will. Я хочу с ним разговаривать. And I would like to communicate with God. Но я не хочу себя этим успокаивать. But I don't know to pat myself on the back for these three. That this is enough for me. Хватит этого. That this is just what it's all about. Я еще хочу исполнить то, что он мне скажет. I also want to do what he told me to do. Друзья, я верю, что это слово, оно также отзывается в сердце каждого из вас. And I hope that this word reverberates in your hearts as well today. Как важно нам that, that it's extremely important for us as Christians to do what God tells us to do. So I'd like to call you to prayer. Let us all um, stand. I'd like to pray. Но мне на память пришла еще одна история, это Филипп из книги Деяний. Однажды Бог ему сказал интересную мысль, в полдень пойти на пустую дорогу. Полдень в Израиле это очень жарко. А пустая дорога это вообще глупость. And Если an, она пустая, зачем туда идти? And an empty road it sounds like uh, not a very smart idea. Вы знаете, я думаю, у Филиппа могло бы быть масса причин, чтобы это не делать. And Philip probably had a myriad of um, counter arguments to that. По разуму. According to his own mind. По знаниям. According to his knowledge. Но он действовал по духу. But he was um, doing according to his spirit. И когда он пришел туда, up, там был один Евнух, 
there was one eunuch который читал Писание, именно Филипп помог ему, повлиял на одного человека, но что меня больше еще удивляет, друзья мои, после того, как Филипп исполнил то, что Бог ему сказал, в жизни Филиппа начали проявляться чудеса. Then he started experiencing miracles in his life. Именно после того, как он послушал Бога и исполнил, right after when he, right after him hearing the Lord and doing the thing, Бог, Бог его сверхъестественным образом перебросил. The Lord supernaturally transported him. Знаете, наверное, Филипп мог бы сказать, Бог, перебрось меня туда, я этому евнуху попроповедую, и нормально, быстро все сделаем, давай. He Зачем тратить said, мое время? The Lord, here's the deal, let's do this, let's not waste anyone's time, just transport me there. I'll minister to him, and I'm in and out like that. Вы знаете, нам хочется иногда, чтобы вот волю Божию исполнить вот так легко, Господь. Ну ты же можешь. Давай вот так быстро все сделаем. Sometimes we like to fulfill His will very conveniently to us, the way we want to do it. Ты же знаешь, я занят. You know, I'm busy. У меня большая семья. I have a big family. У меня много дел. I have myriad of things to do. Помоги мне, давай вот чудо сделаем. Just help me. Do this simple miracle, and we'll be done. Но чудо пришло именно. Тогда, когда Филипп исполнил в точности все, что Бог ему сказал. Right exactly После того, как этот евнух, он принял крещение. Was, uh, water, и он уехал в Эфиопию. И, возможно, он был человеком пробуждения там. Как важно исполнить нам то, что Бог нам говорит. В точности каждое слово. Давайте помолимся. Господь, мы благодарим Тебя за этот особенный воскресный день, когда Твое святое присутствие наполняет наши сердца. Господи, мы благодарны Тебе, Lord, thankful, что однажды Ты спас нас, us, помиловал, us, искупил своей кровью, blood, и мы принадлежим Тебе навеки навсегда. Я прошу Тебя, Господи, you, Lord, помоги нам слышать Твой голос и исполнять то, что ты говоришь нам. What you tell us to do. Не только знать тебя. Not just knowing you. Не только говорить с тобой. Not communicating with you. Не только быть хорошими людьми. Not being some just good people. Но исполнять то, что ты говоришь нашу жизнь. But to do the works, to do the things you want us. Даже тогда, когда это неудобно. Even when it's not convenient. Сложно для нас. Even when it's difficult. Но ты всемогущий Бог. But you are Almighty God. И ты всегда будешь верен, faithful, если мы будем верны тебе в наших обетах, promises, в наших обещаниях, our, uh, в нашем служении. Ministry, спасибо тебе, Господь, you, Lord, что ты любящий отец, father, а мы твои дети. Тебе за все слава во веки веков. Аминь. Amen. That was a good word, wasn't it? Come on. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 
Well, whenever we have a guest come, we always want to make an opportunity to bless them. You guys can sit down. Uh, we always want to make an opportunity to bless them in their ongoing ministry. And um, so just uh, determine in your own heart what you would, what you would uh, desire to bless Leonid in this ministry. And um, I, just to be clear, the, uh, the, the union of churches that he's talking about, their goal is to plant 2,500 churches in the next five years. And so they've already planted 200 uh, so that's amazing. You know, when we were there six months, so in the last six months, they planted 200 churches. It's pretty phenomenal. I pray that we be stirred up to good actions and works here as well as we hear the beauty of what God's doing, huh, with our brothers and sisters. So I just want to pray a blessing over Leonid and over our brothers and sisters in Russia. And um, isn't it awesome to be a part of this church, God's body on earth? Is it good? Come on. You guys can feel free to go ahead and pass those, and, uh, and I'm going to go ahead and pray while we pass those. So whatever is in your heart, just do it with great joy. Father, we thank you so much for Leonid. God, we thank you for, for Eddie and for the church, God, of Russia. Praise you for the strength and the beauty, the humility, and the faithfulness, God, demonstrated in this powerful part of your bride. Lord, I ask that you would continue to anoint the church in Russia with such love, with such courage, with such a heart to serve and to be generous with time, with resources, with words, and with uh, deeds. And I pray, Lord, that as we stand with our brothers and sisters, that we too would be stirred up in the same way, that, Father, you would be glorified in all the earth, that everyone who lives would have the opportunity to hear about Jesus Christ, the beloved and amazing Son of God, and you, our wonderful Father who loves. We ask these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, the prayer servant team is going to come forward. If you need prayer or encouragement or healing in your body, please receive prayer before you go. May the Lord bless you. May he keep you. May he cause his face to shine upon you. And may he give you peace. Peace.